This is how strong the ego is and how much it doesn't like the present moment. In fact, it doesn't even know the present moment. The ego only knows the past and it only knows the future. It cannot know the present. And how I know this is this. This is Life with Cat Walsh. We hear about presence a lot, right, on the spiritual path, being present. And recently, if you listen to my last episode, the Tower episode, my team of guidance, of spiritual guidance, asked me to get very present with myself. Now, in the past two years or so, since I've been on this spiritual awakening, I hear that a lot. And I'm not going to lie, I would just dismiss it. I would just be like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like in the present moment, but actually having no real idea of what that actually is. For instance, just try like a normal task, like do like little, do a little experiment where you just, you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go into my bathroom right now and I'm going to brush my teeth. And during this entire time, I'm going to have no thoughts and I'm just going to be completely present, just like presently aware of the action, just watching. And just, you're just going to see like how much the mind wants to get in there. And so often, like I didn't even realize that I wasn't being present, right? I I didn't even have any awareness because like, I kind of thought when I was doing the dishes, I was there not realizing I'm thinking about everything else besides basically the dish. I mean, the dish was part of it, I guess, amongst many, many thoughts. But I'm finally starting to hear the advice. And so I figured I would share it maybe in a, in a way that would be beneficial for you too, because I'm, I'm learning it. And of course you've all heard the same thing, right? But I'm finally starting to get that there's there, that there's actual power within presence. Now, I don't know if this is actually true, but to me, power presence and the state of being right? Actually, yeah, I'm reading this, the the power of now, the state of being are synonymous, basically, right? And I've been contemplating also this idea of being versus doing. The idea of just being, okay, so let's just see, what, what does being actually mean? You mean like sitting on my couch, not thinking, not doing anything? not furthering my goal goals in quotes, not manifesting in some way, right? Just not doing anything, but just, just taking in my room, (laughs) you know, taking in this camera, taking in this light, like just taking it all in. You're telling me that that is, is, is more powerful than me. I don't know, doing something to quote unquote, help my situation in some way. What's interesting is even by me saying, help my situation in some way, okay, this is how sneaky the mind is, implies that something is wrong with my current situation. Now, the ego mind can make a case for (laughs) things that it wants to say could be wrong in this moment. It also likes to make me feel guilty. This is the thing that I'm sure a lot of us can probably relate to. Because if you're asking me to be, right, Let's just be present, which equals do nothing, but not. It's like, it's not just like, I mean, kind of, right? But, but, but active listening 
is what Eckhart Tolle calls it, active listening. But what inevitably comes up from that is the ego's guilt around that. What do you mean just sit here and stare at this pillow and understand the essence of this pillow instead of trying to put together a plan about, you know, practical world life things that I need to get handled. And the craziest part is very, it's coming in very strong for me now through my own intuitive guidance. Just how powerful my presence, and when I say my, our, right? We're all, this is all, we're all, anything that I'm going through would be obviously similar for you guys since we're all, we all have these kind of basic human uh, fundamental truths, right? But so my guides are basically saying, no, you don't understand. You're being still, just not doing anything, taking in your room, taking in whatever it is, is more powerful than anything you can be, quote, doing. And the reason for me right now, and I think this has been one of the most difficult parts, if you if you heard my last episode, I was like, yeah, I'm not scared. And okay, by the way, like life came in and I've gone through just up, ups and downs of, of fear of what am I going to do next and what am I going to do, blah, 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 and, and just trying to ground. And, and the, the guidance really, really strongly for this past week has been you need to get really present. You need to focus on your energy. You need to focus on your vibration. You need to focus on aligning to and surrendering, ultimately massive surrender to all attachments. I'm still in the surrender process. And I think that's probably why my guides are not allowing me to start to quote, do more (laughs) because I still haven't, well, I'm in the process of kind of releasing some last attachments I have to, uh, you know, what this podcast is going to be, what, what trip on this is going to be my apartment, which is a whole nother thing. Like just basically the last worldly things that I felt very, very attached to that, um, that, Basically, my spiritual guidance has been stripping from me and asking me to get very present with all of that discomfort. To add on to this presence, uh, what feels like a presence initiation, I was asked, I had the intuitive call a couple days ago that uh, I was just sitting upstairs and I was kind of, I was on my roof deck breathing and and just trying to center myself. And I got the intuitive hit, I guess you could say, to feel do a 24-hour fast. So I did a 24-hour fast yesterday. Whoa. Okay. I've done this now a couple times, but when you, and then, sorry, when you have a lot of question marks (laughs) in your life, and then spirit takes something like food from your day, oh my God, it's intense. You can't escape the discomfort. By say you, I meant me, but just this is how I talk. You can't escape the discomfort. 
I, it was crazy. Every time something uncomfortable would come up in my mind, I had this initial reaction that I got hungrier. Like I wanted food to somehow replace this thought that I had or, or this feeling that was emerging. Helplessness almost. And realizing I'm not helpless at all because it's asking for surrender, surrendering to my power as a divine being that is being guided along this path, but surrendering nonetheless. So anyway, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here a little bit, but so I'm on this fast and I finally, I get into, I'm guided to take a bath. And by then, this was at night, I was finally able to get to a new level of presence that I hadn't been around. And a silence of mind that was different than anything I had experienced before. I'm talking like three to four minutes of silence. And the way that I was doing this was by focusing. And this is kind of my little recommendation for those of you who are wanting to cultivate more presence. I started to do exercises with my presence to cultivate this type of power. And I call them like focus practices, like single point focus practices. Let's just say like five minutes a day. And you just look at an object and just look at it, just observe it. And just take a look, maybe look around your room a little bit and have no thoughts. And as a thought comes up, just, you know, don't judge it or anything. Just, you know, kind of like gently like, go like, okay, you know, and then go back to that kind of uh, thoughtless place. And you'll, you'll see that like you get more and more, uh, it gets longer and longer at these periods of silence. How about this? Okay, so I, I'm going about this. Uh, <laughs> this is how strong the ego is and how much it doesn't like the present moment. In fact, it doesn't even know the present moment. The ego only knows the past and it only knows the future. It cannot know the present. And how I know this is this. So I'm doing a present practice, a presence practice with the brushing the teeth example. And I'm brushing my teeth and blah, blah, blah. And even when thoughts would try to emerge, I was able to kind of like deflect them a little bit. I was able to be like, okay, no, no, no. Like without that being a thought, but I was just able to kind of like uh, push it. I don't want to say suppress it, but just kind of like before it could be take hold, I was able to kind of just focus back on my point. I get about, I would say a solid three minutes. Now that doesn't sound like a long time, but when you don't have a thought for three minutes, it could, it feels like an eternity. In fact, by starting around the two minute mark, so between two minutes and three minutes, I began to get this sense that I had this like almost like a shortness of breath. <laughs> like I didn't, by the way, I'm just brushing my teeth, I'm walking and I'm, I'm, but I'm clocking it, right? Because I'm so hyper aware now, I'm clocking the fact that I'm starting to f- get this sense that I can't breathe and I can't breathe almost turns into like a small panic. So now I'm, I'm starting to clock a part of me that's beginning to panic. And as this is happening, I'm having the, oh my God, realization that my ego mind, the thinker, you know, the thoughts in there, thought it was dying. It was actually going through a mini ego death in just that short amount of time. It began to send me the panic button. I was quite literally getting alerted 
in other ways other than thoughts because I was so hyper-focused on no thoughts. But the ego mind is still trying to like, was trying to get in there, was trying to get a grip and was sending me signals that like I couldn't breathe. Like basically I'm dying. And mind you, I'm smiling because I know quite well I'm fine. I'm 100% fine. I'm not a psychedelic having an ego death, but I'm actually watching the same almost mechanism happening in this presence practice. And the one thing I can say about the presence practice is that during the whole week that I was really practicing and, and the last couple of days I'd fallen off and now I'm got back on it. But the last week, last week after my kind of tower episode, I was really practicing presence and staying in the present moment and being just hyper vigilant around uh, not allowing fear to come in. And because I was in an expanded state, right? You know, we contract with fear and we expand when we feel love and joy and trust, right? Trust in the universe. And so I was in a very trusting uh, place. And so it was easy for me to be in the present moment. It was easy for me to read my book, you know, The Power of Now, which was certainly an easy book to get into the now. And what was happening was suddenly I had like a bunch of small, but like very helpful uh, opportunities, let's say, pop up. Now, could they have popped up? Maybe, I guess. But these came out of the blue and I was being intuitively guided around uh, what to do and when to like sign in for something. And okay, I'm going to give a good example. Okay. On I'm, I'm as, because I love dogs, I've been also looking after dogs on occasion and I had forgotten. I've been like very present and this and that. And obviously just being like, all right, universe, you get this situation here. Like, uh, need your help. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I had gotten the intuitive hit in a, after kind of like a presence practice. And it was just like, oh, you should update your calendar, by the way, on your Rover app. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. And uh, about three hours later, I got just the perfect situation that came in. Perfect. Perfect for what I needed. The exact days, even the rate was different because it was a holiday, like just all of these things. And I had a couple other different similar type of experience all happen within this listening, being present, trusting moment. Suddenly I'm doing less and more is coming in. Okay. Maybe that's the point I'm trying to say. I'm doing less, but more is coming in because I'm trusting and I'm taking inspired action when I get the, when I get the message instead of just like doing because I'm uncomfortable with my situation and I don't know what's happening. Therefore, let me do something right. Like that's what the ego mind wants us to do um, as opposed to be. So I am really, I'm talking about this and just because I feel like what I'm, what I'm learning right now is, is quite literally how powerful actually the now is. It's almost like every spiritual teacher could have told me that till I was like blue in the face. And I still, it was almost like a mental block. Like, yeah, okay. And then like the mind, it's almost like I didn't even understand what they meant. And I, I think that's probably it. You know, when someone's like, be present, I literally don't think I even had the awareness at the time to understand that, okay, do you see that your mind is still like, chatting even if it's chatting about the the now moments it's still talking 
you know, like that's the other thing about the mind is like, it could be, you could be like, here I am brushing my teeth. Like, you know, and you're like narrating, you're like, no, no, I need zero thought here. There doesn't need to be a thought at all. So now I'm starting to see, and I think this is hopefully helpful for everyone is, is quite literally when we are actually plugged into the now uh, we activate the manifestation, which means that we're not always in the place of manifesting. So this is another little piece that I want to say is, okay, I'm a doer, right? I've always been a doer. <laughs> like that's just how we're taught, right? You got to do in this society to get what you want. And so that really was also the case for manifesting, right? And so I was always in this state of like manifesting, 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 wanting to envision, envision, envision. Uh, but that's not actually being present, right? That's being in the future. It's being, you're presently, you know, seeing the future and there's nothing wrong with manifesting. That's certainly a part of this uh, creating our life, but that's not the only part. And I realized so often I was living just in the future, just in the future. And somebody had, a friend of mine, I was talking about this and he's like, you remind me, I was explaining this, that basically, you know, he, that, that basically I like keep manifesting the same thing. I keep asking for the same thing, you know, every new moon and all these things and all this stuff. And that, um, I was trying to say to him, like, I think the point is that the universe got the order, like, and now I need to just now just be in the present moment and trust that it's being made. And he goes, yeah, it reminds me of, it's like you're, you just placed an order with the chef and now he starts cooking your order, but he needs time to cook it up. But you keep running back like every two minutes being like, okay, here's the order. Is it ready yet? <laughs> okay, here's the order. Okay, here's the order. And he keeps saying like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I got the order, but like now I need to cook it up. And it's going to come out to you faster if you actually just sit at your table. But you keep interrupting me by keep coming over and saying like, is it here yet? Is it here yet? <laughs> is it here yet? manifest 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 when really the meal will get to me quicker aka my manifestation if I now just sit at my table peacefully enjoying knowing without a shadow of a doubt some bomb ass meal is coming out to me and so I think I'll leave everyone with that as the why the present moment is so important is it's like yeah totally have the goals have the vision put it in with the cosmic waitress and then be in the dang moment trusting that we have the most dialed chef of all time cooking up our order and we don't need to keep checking in every other second to see is it done yet <laughs> i hope this episode hits in some way definitely uh feel free to like think about those uh those exercises with uh the five minutes just the the concentration exercises it's fascinating to see just how tricky this little ego mind is Anyway, thanks again for listening. This is Life with Cat Walsh.